Welcome to the old bastard martini lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one. Me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. understand there may be some others listening into this conversation and to you I say thanks I'm really only doing this to entertain myself so with that said I hope you find this to be as engaging as I do this episode we've got Paul Rankin senior copywriter at Swanson Russell Uh, Paul and I met a while back when we worked together on an account. Uh, Paul was a really good guy to work with. Uh, I'm not sure how the chemistry worked between the two of us, if we were both really good at bad ideas or really bad at good ideas, but we were always on the same page and that was, uh, that was, that was fun to work with him. So he's going to talk a little bit about um, some of his history, where he's worked. Uh, let's get on with the interview. This is part one. I'll be posting the second half at another time. So join us in our booth near the back as we share our drinks and we share our stories. Joining us today, Paul Rankin, <laughs> Ryan Holt. Uh, you want to tell us a little about uh, this drink here? You, you mean this one? Yeah, there we go. Um, you as well, Paul. Cheers. My drink's not making any noise. It's yeah. lame. I'm drinking some limoncello gin martinis with uh, enough citrus to make it palatable. <laughs> mm-hmm. You made it drinkable. Yeah. And enough gin yeah. to overcome the sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, three parts gin, <laughs> half part limoncello, and half part lemon, and I think we're uh, we're, we're there. Yeah, it's good. It's good. What do you think, Paul? It was tasty. I liked it. Mm. Nice. So, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Just the way we like it. Mm. I'm more a vodka martini mm. guy. Oh, that's not even a traditional martini. How dare you? you? How dare you? Stop. Okay. Get out. Well, if you're, uh, right, well, if you're ever invited right. back, out. <laughs> if you're ever invited back, well, we can do some uh, vodka martinis. How about that? Okay. So, Paul Rankin, um, let me see if I've got this right. Uh, military guy. Uh, yeah. Catholic guy. Yo. Two daughters. Yo. It, it's like fucking Ryan Holt all over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why you're here at this point. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. We're in the Army, not the Marine Corps. Oh, sure, sure. So it's all mm-hmm. completely different. Kind of what we're just doing here is just having a conversation, finding out about you, your history, yeah. what you've done. <laughs> what have I done? What have you done to get here? I guess. What am I doing now? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing now? You're a copywriter. I'm a, I'm a, I guess see, a senior copywriter. There you go. I wouldn't call you senior. You're not that I'm pretty old, old but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a senior copywriter at Swanson Russell. I work on some outdoor rec stuff, and I do. Uh, I talk good? about a liquefied gas a lot of the time. So yeah, you work on some of the outdoor, yeah. outdoor accounts. I do some of that before this. I was at an agency in South Dakota, you know, and it was a lot of like typical agency stuff. We, you know, big healthcare system because you always got to have one of those. And we had a university, you got to have one of those. 
we had a giant like cable internet company that we worked for they were kind of fun um we did uh, a giant taco chain not the one you're maybe thinking of one of the other ones <laughs> okay <laughs> what was so your spent a lot of time with tacos and eating tacos and thinking about tacos and it might have been some of the best years of my life you know I, 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 I do that for sure adolescent boys spend a lot of time thinking and eating tacos yeah <laughs> so and then before that I was at Swanson Russell again for like 11 years okay so you're on you're one of the uh, the, uh, the boomerangs. infamous boomerangs. The infamous boomerangers. So I was gone for eight years and came back. I think I'm the longest away hiatus boomeranger. Well, what was before Swanson? Before Swanson was a little agency in Omaha that doesn't really exist anymore. They were at the time they were called HMJ, and they changed. They're enough of a different agency. I wouldn't even call them the same place. Right. Um, and then before that, I was a newspaper reporter. Oh, nice. For a couple years. Yeah, what did you think of that? Fremont and Nebraska City. Um, I don't... I don't know. There are times I kind of miss getting death threats from guys in jail, you know, for... We get letters, you know, to the reporter who said, I was in court today. I was not in court. I'm going to find you. And I'd have to go take him to the county prosecutor. Hey, you might want to tell this guy that, you know... Right, right. And he probably shouldn't be... Setting me these things from jail. That's that's it. okay. Has that ever happened to you in advertising? No, nobody's threatened to kill me. No, it's because we have not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking because I know. Try to, I had to think for a second. Well, we've it, had some some angry people, right? So, but and but not, not not that angry. If you haven't had your life threatened in advertising, yeah. you probably you know just haven't like made it yet. So. Yeah, that could be. Because um, I know at one place I worked before, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to like, the creative director and somebody else. They'd flown out to meet with the client, and things just got just really wild drinking and out of control. It was like some, some private plane. And as they're boarding, heading back, the client is threatening the creative director. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, <laughs> this sort of like crazy stuff, right? And so, but I don't know. But it was okay because they were drunk? Or? Yeah, probably. I mean, even I witnessed you know, PR people threatening clients in the lobby too, punch them out. Yeah. And separated. And we had... I saw a PR, PR people are bad. I saw a PR person throw a glass of water at a client's face once, like a huge cup, just like... Wow. They're having an argument. It was like, you're not good at this PR thing, are you? You're just... That, that wasn't... I think smooth. Need, I don't know. I think people need to stop talking shit about my anger problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me. Compared to, like, some of the folks I worked with, yeah. yeah we never, we've, I've never witnessed you being broken apart from, like, a, a client. So, um, well, you know, times are different. Yeah. <laughs> The one, uh, the one time I remember it at Local Hero was, uh, at the time, we just had, like, answering machine, and so we'd let calls go to that if we were in the middle of something, so I was working on something with Emily, and I think Justin Gibson, and so we were, like, concepting this, the answering machine picks up, and it's like a client of ours. Oh, did you hear it? Like, yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there working along, oh, it's, it's this guy, you know, like, no big deal, and then, like, he starts saying, he's like, but you guys think you're really fucking funny, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Whoa, oh, what is this? And wait then a minute. Started laying in, like all this stuff, and then it was like, and yeah, it's not gonna be so funny if I get you guys in a in a, a dark alley sometime. Oh, like just all this crazy. Like he was random. Was this a wrong number or was it? No, it was our client. It was like our client yeah. talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, probably more specifically to someone else in the office, but uh, ah. uh, so then it hangs up, and like initially I thought it was a joke. I thought he was just like <laughs> fucking with this, right? And then look across the table, and I see like Emily and Justin, like their eyes just keep getting bigger, <laughs> getting bigger and bigger, like. And the guy was legitimately the threatening, per- I mean, like an opposing guy. Like yeah. he was big, and so he hung up. And we're just kind of sitting there. I thought. Mm-hmm. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. And then I said, well, I'm, it sounds like you got a little misunderstanding here. <laughs> I'm going to call it back, you know? <laughs> so then I, you know, because it's one of those things when you run it and you've got people around that obviously, you know, upset by this thing. It's like, it's kind of your responsibility to do something. Yeah. It. So I called him up and talked with him a while, got him all settled down. By the end of the call, like, we're best friends again. So was, what did happen? What? It's a long and winding road of miscommunication, and there were billing issues, but not yeah. necessarily with us. It was with vendors, and so there were, again, just like some miscues along the way. Yeah. Where I mean, that. We once had a, a client, it was for a, all things, a milk company, who we came in, we, this is my first agency, so I didn't know anything about anything. Yeah. And, uh, we were pitching this idea to him and like halfway through he just like shut us up he's like this is all crap and he was all pissed off and he finally said you know what we need to tell people we need to tell people they'd be a goddamn moron if they didn't buy our milk that's what you go tell them and he took our brief and like threw it back at us and like dennis is like well my boss he's like well we're done here um yeah we'll go back and work on that so wordsmith you're a goddamn idiot yeah they'd be a goddamn (laughs) moron not to buy our milk um, I, I that, think that translated into you really ought to try it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, that's how you're in the big bucks, right? Yeah. Now. How, how'd that work out finally? I don't know. They're still selling milk and stuff. Okay, good. You really ought to try it. <laughs> <laughs> you need goddamn more on it. You yeah. so. <laughs> um, well, that's exciting. Yeah, that was that was weird. Working, I mean, yeah, dude, commodity advertising is never like super fun, right? Because so, they're just looking at a gallon of milk, but it's a gallon of milk. Trying to make people care about it was tough. So it's tough too because it's it is what it is, what it is, which is everybody. Milk. Yeah, you need it. How do you help somebody differentiate yeah. why it's going to be better than the other? Well, even like the got milk campaign and stuff like that. That was all about just milk, right? Again, as a commodity, you know, from the milk board or whatever. It wasn't like. Words on a specific brand over it. Yeah, exactly. Like trying to Yeah, because I always just go for the cheap stuff at the store. So like, at least at this point, I do. My like wife are... gets mad at me. And she's like, <laughs> "Why didn't you get this one?" Well, because I saved three freaking dollars. That's yeah, exactly. why. And well, you're pumping your kids full of antibiotics. So yes. At least. Well, you been, been, <laughs> well, your kids are in sports. They probably are benefiting from that. But. Mm-hmm. For the most. All those human growth hormones and other stuff that we're doing, all right? Yeah, I mean, the tracking devices got them up in Ingested through milk. Yeah. I heard that about propane, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> the only way we get it. So, yes, speaking of propane, <laughs> that's, uh, that's how we ended up working together. Yes. Now, I don't know if we ever crossed paths before that. You look familiar with Barely. When I left Swanson, 
you were doing like freelance and stuff. Yeah, you know? I remember. So I mean, so I remember you from that. Right. But before that, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think our paths ever crossed. Well, this is Mr. Morris. I don't think we ever fully covered that you are not quite a boomerang employee, but you are you are a contracted employee for Swanson Russell for a while. Right. And then you went other places, did your own thing, and then came back to Swanson for yeah. a time being. Not really a boomerang so much as like a yo-yo. <laughs> I feel like or, uh, could bounce back at any moment. Frisbee. One of those, one of those, like I'm a long duck. You pretty much like when he's, they were done. They just pitched me out there. Yeah, I stuck in the dirt. And he's like, yeah. You were waiting for someone to come pick you back yeah, up. Yeah, somebody help me out. <laughs> yeah, like I got nothing. Bocce ball, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, something like that. I'll take it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a bean bag and give him cornhole. Yeah, he's a cornhole, <laughs> cornhole bag. Uh, the cornhole sack. I, let's call it that. <laughs> From my understanding, you are both very propane. Yeah. And pro propane. Pro, yeah. Pro oh, pro propane. 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 I'm definitely propane. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why okay. I'm stuck with that. Hold, hold on. on. <laughs> now, uh, did you ever get into that discussion of how it's pronounced? Whether it's propane or propane. Is, is it propane or propane? I thought it was propane. Say, are you noticing a difference here? I'm going to go hit my head against the wall. I remember, like, we're shooting videos or doing vo- voiceovers, and it was always this. No, they need to say propane. That's what they said. <laughs> Kelsey, though, she's got it figured out. She's got the ear for it. I don't... Yeah. I, in my mind, it's like, it's the same goddamn thing. I'm like, no, people will say... It, you guys, what, what kind of idiots you got working for you? Because they kept saying propane instead of propane. Like, it's like a Gordman's commercial. Well, it's right. Yeah, where's the emphasis? I mean, uh, one of the clients I had up in South Dakota was Midcontinent Communications, and everybody always wanted to call it Midcontinent. Like, right? It's a Midcontinent, or they, you know, Midcontinent. Midcontinent. Right. It always took up like this ridiculous amount of time to get any shoot. Midcontinent. <laughs> oh, we can't. Tenant. I got that done. That's how I like to say it. I got that done. I don't know. I shatter your teeth. Yeah. And it was one of those things the client the client had a big long list of things she hated. One of them was the way people pronounced McContinent. Right. What was that in the list as far as like hierarchy of the That was maybe five or six down. Right. Number one was thumbs. Uh, number two was bare feet. Number three was facial hair. Number four was people eating. Um, five was midcontinent. Right. And then it just kind of went on from there. There was just, she didn't like the word let's. Like L-E-T apostrophe S. We yeah. you let's. I was, she was just in uh, conjunctions in general. Not conjunctions in general, just that particular. But she was very particular. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How is that pronounced then? Per- Particular. Yeah. Like and in South Dakota, you know, they would say that's very particular about the way you say McCann. So, how was it uh, living there in South Dakota? It's cold. Yeah. All the time. I think ever. you're the only person I know from there. 
Well, not from there. Well, not, well, but I lived there. Lived there, yeah. yeah. You're the only. I didn't think it would be that big a deal going up there. I mean, when we moved, it was like you know. I know people three and a half hours north Canada than South Dakota. Yeah, there. Well, there are more people in Canada than South Dakota. So. I imagine my perspective of South Dakota is a lot of people's thoughts about what Nebraska's like. To Yes, I think it is. Okay. So, so yeah, people from here make fun of that. Although people there make fun of here. So yeah, well, everybody well, makes North fun of Dakota. Everyone else. You know, everybody can like make that. fun of North Dakota. Yeah, there's well, there's actually, I've been to North Dakota. Yeah. Um, there's nothing up there. Well, that's so, what everybody's. Never mind. I'm. Not, I mean, I'm serious. There's. You drive for. I remember driving once. We were on a shoot, and we were trying to go to Minot, which is like Baja, Canada, and. You'd go like three hours without seeing another vehicle. That's peaceful. I mean, it was it's sort of scary. It's kind of <laughs> freaky. You're like, there's nothing. There's no one out here. If anything happens, it's like we're just dead. That's right, it. Right. Or you have to live there. I feel like your concern was probably a lot more about just like a Starbucks. Than, you know, no, death. not that. No, no, it was death. Okay, mostly death. South Dakota brings. Well, that's your military death. training. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, South Dakota was cold. Like he's, all the he's time. He's in the army. They don't have any training. But, that's yeah, not, he's, always, he's always training other people. That's true. Right? God help them, because... <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest memory of South Dakota, is just like being cold like, all the time. Right. Like the 4th of July, you're watching fireworks under a blanket. No, no, I've been there for the Sturgis rally, and that wasn't cold. No, I mean, there are times when it warms up. But, but that, that's just like, imagine... The I I'm imagining that like the actual sort of base temperature of the state raises with all of those when the population triples during surges. Right. Yes. And it's not just like you know thin people. There's no, they're beefy. Large, right, large human. Beings. Yeah, a lot of fat people in black t-shirts. Well, I feel like people. Yeah, the, that uh, temperature, base temperature of uh, North Dakota is probably going to I'm, it's, it's I'm actually going to equate that so that's global warming right there is like just, just a bunch of fat bikers <laughs> is really wait, wait, wait. I think this podcast <laughs> just lost a group of followers <laughs> that's all Sturgis is now it's like dentists so at least they tow their bikes up there and then they all ride well, for a week right the, the dentists are the ones that stay at like the campgrounds the actual hardcore guys they, they rent someone's front yard true yeah. that's a good so or they just game. announce them they're staying there. Yeah, maybe they just show up and go, I'm shut staying up. in your yard. <laughs> mm-hmm. what was... I think you guys need to freshen those up. Okay. All right. I'll do that. I can do that. Paul's always got a lot of great stories and uh, never disappoints. And I'm always learning something new. So this uh, proved to be very entertaining and enlightening to me. Uh, I can't wait to hear what else he's got to say. So in the meantime, have another martini. I know I will.